Good morning. This is an exciting morning to me because I thought this morning that I would not have been able to send this message because my little bubble of phone just went on me last night. Well, this is Apostle Shirley Evans again bringing you a word and song from the Holy Spirit today being the September 5th, it's 8.40 a.m. It's still morning. So good morning to you. I'm so excited because I panicked last night when the phone didn't work and I didn't know what to do. I call a friend of mine and just to hear her voice, it soothes me, but just to hear the children in the background um, playing, it, I think it, it, it quieted my spirit and I know one of those children was Grace and I needed the Grace to continue because I was like, how am I going to do this? And I need to send these messages. But thank God, uh, an angel came, my spiritual son. Um, he came, I called my spiritual granddaughter and um, and she quieted me with, with, with just the right words. And she called her brother and he came in no time and my phone was up and running again. So I gave thanks to God for that. And so, our song this morning, because I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, what is the word for your people tomorrow? And he answered me in song. And the song was, think about his love. So here is, we are going to fall in love this morning. Think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about his grace that brought us through for as high as heavens above so great is the measure of our father's love great is the measure of our father's love the greatest thing in all my life is loving you the greatest thing in all my life is loving you i want to love you lord i want to love you lord the greatest thing in all my life is the love you lord i love you more than i can say i love you more than i can say i love you oh i love you I love you more than I can say. Love me tender, love me sweet, never let me go. You have made my life complete and I love you so. Love me tender, love me true oh 
all my dreams fulfill. For my darling, I love you, and I always will. Love me tender, love me long, take me to your heart. For it's there that I belong, and will never part. Love me tender, love me true, all my dreams fulfill. For my darling, I love you, and I always will. Love me tender, love me there, Oh, tell me you are mine. I'll be yours through all the years till the end of time. Love me tender, love me true. All my dreams fulfill. For my darling, I love you. And I always will. The greatest thing in all my life is loving you. The greatest thing in all my life is loving you. I want to love you, Lord. I want to love you, Lord. The greatest thing in all my life is to love you, Lord. The greatest thing in all my life is serving you. The greatest thing in all my life is serving you. I want to serve you, Lord. I want to serve you, Lord. The greatest thing in all my life is to serve you, Lord. When I fall in love, it will be forever. Oh, I'll never fall in love in a restless world like this is. Love is ended before it's begun. And too many moonlight kisses seem to cool in the warmth of the sun. When I give my heart, it will be completely. Oh, I'll never give my heart. And the moment I can feel that you feel that way too, is when I fall in love with you. And the moment I can feel that you feel that way too is when I fall in love with you.
love love when i fall in love it will be completely or i'll never ever fall in love but the moment you feel like i feel that way too that's when i fall in love with you and so father i ask you this morning to speak through me speak through me lord speak through me make my word make your word upon my lips a flame today oh lord speak through me like i said again this is apostle shirley evans and here is the message from the lord your bridegroom and husband is here are you ready your bridegroom and husband is here are you ready in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of heaven's harmony in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of love i have a song that jesus gave me it was sent from heaven above there never was a sweeter melody tis the melody of love in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of heaven's harmony in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of love i love the christ who died on calvary for he washed my sins away he put within my heart a melody and i know it's there to stay in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of heaven's harmony in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of love till be my endless theme in glory with the angels i will sing twill be a song with glorious harmony when the courts of heaven ring in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of heaven's harmony in my heart there rings a melody there rings a melody of love wow i love you jesus and our scripture is taken from revelation chapter 19 verses 1 to 10. i wish you find some time just to read the book of revelation revelation chapter 19 verse 1 to 10 your bridegroom and husband is here are you ready so here is the scripture reading 
And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he hath judged a great whore, which did corrupt the earth with a fornication, and had avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Hallelujah! And a smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen! Hallelujah! And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he said unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. What a word from the Lord today. Your bridegroom and husband is here. Are you ready? God is not content to know merely as creator, Lord, or even father. Incredibly, he reveals himself also as bridegroom or husband. The Hebrew scriptures contain numerous allusions to Yahweh, as Israel's divine husband and the New Testament presents Christ as the church's bridegroom he is the Holy One who did not cling to his divinity but left his father's house to dwell among us calling us to become one with him in the most intimate way possible to all of us, male and female, Christ offers himself as our provider and protector, the one who has forever pledged himself in faithfulness and love. Christ reveals himself in scripture. The word declares in Isaiah 54, verse 5 to 7, he reveals himself. He says, for your maker is your husband, the Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. The Lord will call you back as if you were a wife deserted and 
distressed. I'll repeat that. This is so touching. The Lord will call you back as if you were a wife deserted and distressed in spirit. A wife who married young. My gosh. Only to be rejected, says your God. For a brief moment, I abandoned you. But with deep compassion, I will bring you back. Marriage in Israel was generally considered sacred. The only acceptable state of life for men and women. Despite, despite polygamous practices whereby a man could marry more than one wife, they're still doing that somewhere in the world today. Monogamy was the accepted pattern throughout most of biblical history, especially after the patriarchal period. Many marriages were arranged by parents. In some parts of the world, they're still doing that today. The minimum age for girls was 12 and for boys was 13. The period of engagement or betrothal usually lasted a year and was considered so binding that a man who had intimate relations with a virgin betrothed to another man would be stoned. I believe in some parts of the world they're still doing that. For the year following the marriage, the husband was exempt from military service. This practice prevented the bride from becoming a widow in her first year of marriage. And it also allowed the man to devote himself more fully to his wife at the start of their marriage. Though the marriage ceremony itself was brief, the celebration lasted and could have lasted and was very elaborate, consisting of seven and sometimes 14 days of feasting and celebrating. During the festivities, dating from the time of Solomon, both bride and groom was crowned as king and queen, and their virtues were extolled in song and poetry. The Hebrew scripture did not hesitate to describe the relationship between God and his people in the most intimate of terms. Yahweh was the husband of Israel, his not too faithful wife, by referring to himself as the bridegroom, Jesus was clearly linking himself with Yahweh. New Testament writers presented the church as the bride of Christ. In Greek, it was nomphios, is the Greek word for bridegroom or young husband, while an heir can be translated man or husband. 
When the disciples of John the Baptist asked Jesus why his disciples did not fast, Jesus replied that it was not possible for the guests of the bridegroom to mourn as long as he was with them. Matthew chapter 9 was 14 to 15. John the Baptist used similar imagery when he referred to himself as a friend who attends the bridegroom. That is the best man. John chapter 3 was 29. The word in Revelation 19 1 says, After this I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven, saying, shouting, shouting, not whispering, shouting. If there is shouting in heaven, why can't we shout here on earth? Ask David who was the king. I'm sure he was shouting and dancing. And so they were shouting, Hallelujah, salvation and power belongs to our God. Hallelujah, salvation and power belongs to our God. The songwriter says, Hallelujah, salvation and glory, glory and power to the Lord our God. Praise is the heartfelt response to God by those who love him. The more you get to know him and realize what he has done, the more you will respond with praises. Praises at the heart of true worshipers. Let your praise of God flow out of your relationship and out of your realization of who he is and how much he loves you. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters and like loud peals of thunder shouting, Hallelujah for the Lord God Almighty reigns. Note in verse 2. For true and just are his judgments. He has condemned the great prostitute who corrupted the earth by her adulteries. He has avenged on her the blood of his servants. The great prostitute called Babylon represents the early Roman Empire with its many gods and the blood of Christians martyrs on its hands. The water stands for sea or commerce city. The great prostitute represents the seductiveness of the governmental system that uses immoral means to gain its own pleasure prosperity and advantage in contrast to the prostitute christ's bride the church is pure and obedient a great multitude in heaven initiates the chorus of praise to god for his victory revelation 19 verse 3 then the 24 elders who are these 24 elders remember these 24 elders who are they? They were the 12 tribes of Israel in the Old Testament 
and 12 apostles in the New Testament. The 24 elders in this vision probably represent all the redeemed of God for all time, both before and after Christ's death and resurrection. They symbolize all those both Jews and Gentiles who are now part of God's family. The 24 elders show us that all the redeemed of the Lord are worshiping him. Finally, the great choir of heaven once again praises God. The wedding of the Lamb has come. Revelation 19 verse 6 to 8. In Matthew 25 verse 1 to 13, Jesus told the following parables to clarify what it means to be ready for his return and how to live until he comes. In the story of the ten virgins, we are taught that every person is responsible for his or her own spiritual condition. This parable about the wedding. On the wedding day, the bridegroom went to the bride's house for the ceremony. Then the bride and groom, along with the procession, returned to the groom's house, where a feast took place, often lasting a full week. These ten virgins were waiting to join the procession, and they hoped to take part in the wedding banquet. But when the groom didn't come at the expected time, five of them were out of lamp oil. I believe they gave up because they were tired hearing, he's coming, he's coming. And so they decided not to do nothing. They didn't, they didn't bother. They started, but they never continued their readiness. By the time they had purchased extra oil, it was too late to join the feast. They could not blame it on the shutdown. A lot of things today we're blaming on the shutdown. I believe they were complaining. They were tired waiting. When Jesus returns to take his people to heaven, we must be ready. Not getting ready. We must be ready. I repeat, we must be ready. Don't be like the five foolish virgins. Be ready. Don't draw back. Be ready. Spiritual preparation cannot be bought or borrowed at the last minute. Our relationship with God must be our own. I could not get my phone to turn on last night. But I knew that I had to be ready to send this message today. So I panicked, as I said earlier. I was so upset I needed someone to take, to talk to, to calm me down. And don't tell me you won't panic. Yes, you will panic if you love to do what God has called you to do. And so I got over it, as I said. Grace must have been in, 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 in the midst of those children. And I calmed down. And so here it is today. I'm ready. I'm not getting ready. I'm ready because I fixed the problem last night. God helped me to fix it. So whatever you have to do to be ready, 
for when the groom and husband comes, you're ready. Whatever you must do, be ready, not get ready. Be ready. Because no man knows the day or the hour when he's coming. Revelation chapter 19, 19 verse 7 to 8. This is the culmination of human history. The judgment of the wicked and the wedding of the Lamb and his bride, the church. The church consists of all faithful believers from all time. The bride's clothing stands in sharp contrast to the gaudy clothing of the great prostitute. The bride's clothing is the righteousness of the saints. These righteous acts are not religious deeds done by believers to their merit, but they reflect the work of Christ to save us. Revelation chapter 10 and verse 10 says, the angel did not accept John's homage and worship because only God is worthy of worship. Like John, it would be easy for us to become overwhelmed by this prophetic pageant. But Jesus is the central focus of God's revelation and his redemptive plan as announced by the prophets. So as you read the work and the book of Revelation, don't get bogged down in all the details of the awesome vision, because the vision is awesome. Remember that the overarching theme in all the visions is the ultimate victory of Jesus Christ over evil. So take the time to read the book of Revelation, especially Revelation 19. Your bridegroom and husband is here. Be ready. I repeat that. Your bridegroom and husband is here. Be ready. Revelation chapter 22 verse 7 declares, Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy in this book. Verse 14 says, Blessed are those who has their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life. Let me read that again. Let me say that again. Blessed are those who has their robes. Let me go to the book of Revelation and make sure I'm reading that correctly. Revelation chapter 22 verse 14 said, Blessed are they Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is not what I was going to say. Verse 7, I read that already. Uh, blessed Jesus, help me.
All right. There's something I'm going to read. It says, Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. And so, what he's saying, make sure your robes are white, that you may have the right to the tree of life, and may go through the gates into the city. So be ready, your bridegroom and husband is here. Think about his love. Think about his goodness. Think about his grace that brought us through. For as high as heavens above, so great is the measure of our Father's love. Great is the measure of our father's love this message is so important that last night there was a fight with my phone and today there could be many distractions but i thank god that i got the message to you because you never know when you're going to hear that knock on the door saying, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Are you ready? The bridegroom and husband is here. Listen. Listen closely. You will hear him. Listen closely. You will hear the music. If you listen closely, hear him calling out your name. Listen closely. He is here. Hallelujah. He is here. Amen. He is here. Listen closely. Hear him calling out your name. He is here. You can touch him. Hear him calling out your name. He is here, you can touch him, you will never be the same. The bridegroom and husband is here. And Father God, I thank you for your word today. And Lord, may your grace and mercy overshadow your people. May they be blessed today and always. And may we have a ready mind, knowing that our husband and bridegroom is here. I love you. God bless you. Have a blessed, wonderful day. Amen.